Welcome to Snakes and Otters, a pointless discussion of eternal questions. Get ready. We're about to live in your head rent-free. Hello, Otterites. This is episode 175. I am Martin. And I'm Robert. And I'm Francis. All right, gentlemen. It is Hoopajoo! Hoopajoo! We are on the fifth Friday, which is dropping on my man Francis's birthday. Ah, thank you, gentlemen. Thank happy you. birthday, happy That's birthday. Right. Right. It is the big 5-7. You are correct. That is so right. he is the, the high same 57. amount of time that Ripley was adrift in space. Yes. Yes, so yes, for as long as you have been alive, right, that right. is that is the same amount of time, yes. You are the Heinz 57 of this group. I'll take that. Yes, I like Heinz 57. Yes, Very yes. Good. So uh, this month we are going to talk about bourbon. Now, r- listeners are probably saying, well, all right, when do they not talk about bourbon? <laughs> well, that's right. <laughs> Which is a fair point. Fair, it's a fair point. Fair point. Fair, fair point. point. But this is, but, you know, we haven't... We've done about 10, 10 minutes or so here or there. Let's do a whole Right. Episode. So we want to, I think it's probably, uh, do a little bit of a recap of some of the things we've we've done lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, you know, shout out to old favorites here and there if we want. But uh, just kind of a, a condensed version of some things we've uh, discovered, uh, come to like. Because, you know, the last several months we have really branched out with what we've been drinking. We've been buying more different, more and different yeah. brands. Yeah. I mean, you know, Marty here, he's got more than one bottle of bourbon on his counter. No, no, come on. That's not fair. All right. He's uh, got more than two bottles of bourbon on his counter. Four. Right. Four. Well, I would, I would, you know, I'd you have rarely four. have had more than two. No, I, I usually have three or four. But that's about it. He must hide the other two. Well, he only gives us the, you know, the stuff, not the good stuff. So. Yeah, I leave it all out. There's actually, well, hey, that Michter's, he paid some. He paid a pretty penny for that. This is true. Yeah, that is, was forty-two yeah. bucks. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you got it on sale because I've seen it higher. I've seen yeah, it it's usually to 50. forty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. Forty-eight, forty-nine. And that Michter's is good stuff. But yeah, yeah, I, I was, you know, three, four bottles, but uh, again, the the idea of uh, Bjorn working at a liquor store has been a great boon to you. Yes, he's bringing stuff home because he's an explorer. He has and he gets a discount. Does he? Uh, I think a small one. Discount is a discount. Yeah, but he he wants to try things, and he doesn't want to finish one before he starts another. Oh, gee, where we heard that one before? So you know, it's like, dude, don't bring home another bottle. You have four over here. You haven't even you know made a snoot out of yet. I will say, you know, I I tend to have more bottles on hand than than you guys have. Uh, Although for a while I was down pretty low. I was down like my last three or four, and then uh, not. July, but um, uh, April when we recorded, I think it was when we had uh, tried to finish off several bottles for it. Yeah, we did, yes. Yeah, because yes. I was getting real low on those, and I needed an excuse to go out and buy more, yes, <laughs> so yes. we did that. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, but I like the variety because now that I've, now that we've done more of these and yeah. I have had more bourbons and come to realize, because even when I was going over to the rectory, you know, I was mainly drinking the Double Oaked. Mm-hmm. Occasionally we try something else, uh, but I have had I've tasted far more since we started doing this show mm-hmm. than I ever had over at the rectory. Yeah, uh, far more. So I have a lot of new uh, favorites, uh, things I like, and you know I, I have a, a range of things. Like I've got a couple of low end ones uh, to a little bit higher end ones, and mm-hmm. uh, you know I buy what I like generally. But I like to buy every once in a while a new bottle of something. Uh, to try out, and uh, you know that's kind of what the whole bourbon break has been about. Yeah, I is mean, to try out some new right, bourbons. Right. I mean, I was in that kind of that groove of buying Larceny for a while. Yeah, you had, and, and a couple um, others. Yeah. But now it's like, well, let's try to 
really branch and do something different. Absolutely. And since we've done our last bourbon episode, there's been a pretty significant uh, revelation for us. Yes. Um, yes. You know, we Francis is a neat man. Uh, Robert and I are generally ice. Uh, Robert was pretty steadfast about the metal balls. Yes, I do like the metal balls, yes. You know, um, or, or the soapstones. Yeah. But we've discovered, and I didn't even get the soapstones out this time. Right. Yeah, because we just, yeah. There's no point. We, well, I mean, we could, but then we just still have to add water. Yeah. So we went straight to basically everything we've poured uh, has been with ice. Yes. Yeah. Um, and what we're finding is that this... Obviously, ice dilutes and mellows, but we're also finding that flavors tend to bloom. Yes, yeah, we're really, is, it's, really bringing things out yes, it's in ways that we had not because we had all pretty much stuck to our preferred method. And you know, you, Martin, you had gone back and forth on a couple of different. You know, you would do yeah. sometimes neat. Yes, uh, and and but I was pretty consistent with some kind of chilling device. Yes, and if it wasn't ice, you know, I wouldn't get that that uh, melting bit to get the, the water in there because it's really that cold water that brings out that bloom. Yeah, uh, and we discovered this. You know, listeners, we've told the story before, but since this is a hoopajou, we'll tell it again. You know, it's that whole Jim Beam Black uh, experiment that we did, where Martin and I both had it at my place uh, on the same episode. And I had mine with the ice, and Martin had it neat, and we had totally opposite reactions. Uh, yeah, that's what that's what did it. It wasn't yes. different. It wasn't just different. It, it was, was opposite. opposite. Yes. Yeah. And then we switched, and we agreed with each other's prior <laughs> opinions. Yeah. That's when we realized that things are different that way, yeah. and they may be intentionally that yes. way. Yes. And that, I think we realized that before because we talked about yeah, that sort the, of thing. That the master distillers and the blenders may be aiming. The flavors here, yeah, that's what really hit home with ice and water. Yeah, and especially you know the higher uh, proof bourbons are, are probably the best ones that are indicative of that because those are generally meant to be diluted somewhat. Yeah, uh, because you know nobody thinks you should be going out and drinking 120 proof bourbon all the time. Uh, you, you should probably dilute that just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, except with soft drinks, you know, it's, yeah. it's water, ice and water. That, that's all you should dilute so, the, the bourbon with. That's right. So that's that's our kind of our two big things is we're trying to push push ourselves. Throw some ice in, which is different for Francis. Well, I've, I've fully come on board with it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know that I'll go back to neat again. Well, uh, you know, I have. When I do the the bourbons, um, I like to take a sip immediately, uh, try and get a kind of a baseline. Mm-hmm. To, you know, it's still gonna be a little chilled because by the time you put the ice in and take a drink, you're still gonna, there's not that much in there, so it's gonna get a little bit of a, a chill to it. Uh, but it's still mostly straight, uh, and. It gives me a baseline to see, well, all right, you know, is this normally kind of medicinal? Because a lot of times these bourbons that are better with ice are kind of medicinal without it. Yeah, uh, and that's that's kind of like a, the kiss of death. We don't yeah. want that. Yeah. Uh, that's like that Trader Joe's. You know, Trader Joe's is the only bourbon that we've come across is like, no, don't drink it ever. Yeah. Because uh, well, yeah. it's bad whether you have it on ice or not. Yeah. And that was no universally panned at, uh, at retreat. That's right. Uh, a couple of months ago. Yes. Now that's uh, one I've not tried, but I'll, I, yeah. I'll definitely defer to your yeah, uh, belief on it. Uh, Absolutely now we, we, not. We panned one of Francis's though. The Jefferson. The Jefferson's. Yeah, none and, of us like. Which it. is a very high end. Yeah. Deal, and for some reason, 
I'm not sure which variation you had. I don't recall. Uh, I do not. It wasn't anything Cause special. There's, it was just a regular one. Yeah, there's three or four different Genesis. Yeah, there's the Oceans. Uh, the one what? done on uh, uh, H that, on the Ocean. It was not that one. I know that. Um, the the regular Jeffersons. The I'm Jeffersons sure. Reserve. No, I think it was uh, the regular Jeffersons. Yeah. For sure. And, and yeah, we just did not care for it. It was like, Ugh. yeah, and and that, I don't know if that was just a bad batch or what, because that was just very unexpected. Yeah, um, and I think the other thing that we're realizing here too is, and we've mentioned this I think as well, that you don't have to lay out big bucks right. to get good bourbon. Now, certainly if you want to lay out for Blantons, and I've not had an opportunity to try Blantons or Pappies, go for it. We're not going to tell you not to do that. Right, but but, for, but dollar for dollar, that's maybe not the best value. Yeah, it's more of a status thing. Yeah, I, I mean, mean they're really good. Don't get yeah. me wrong. I mean again, Eagle Rare, E. H. Taylor. I've tried, tried those. They're good. But if you are new to bourbon and you want a good flavor, don't be embarrassed to walk in and grab a twenty dollar bottle of Wild Turkey. That's right. Or, or four roses. Or four roses. Or, or Hayden for Henry McKenna. Yes, uh, basil has has gone up uh, and, a little you're, bit. You're more thirty five bucks there. Yeah, yeah it, it's thirty five to thirty eight, uh, depending on where you're getting it. Yeah. So they have finally increased the price. Thirty years later, <laughs> the price has started to creep yeah. up because it's been in that thirty dollar range. Yeah, for a long for time. thirty years. Yeah, which uh, is amazing. Amazing. the bottle too, which actually yes. is a, it's a big improvement. I like it. I think it's. I like it, but I kind of miss that that paper. Uh, the duct tape, uh, it seems uh, like. Uh, I don't know. I just, I, it was so unique. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a great looking bottle still. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong. But there's something about the way that paper was draped over the neck yeah, that, that I really well, like. Not sure about the giant size cork now. Yeah. It's yeah, considerably okay. larger. But, yeah. Uh, but, you know, it goes back to my theory, uh, which I've not had it yet proven false, but uh, when they spend some money on the bottle, they've generally got some good bourbon in, in the bottle. There's some truth to that. Yeah. There's some, they so, they I mean, recognize that you've got to be enticed to spend more. Yes. And it's got to look it. And if you do entice them to spend more with that special bottle, yeah. you better follow you better through. Deliver. Well, yeah, that's right. you got to deliver. deliver. Yeah. Because yeah. that gets you once. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that, that gets you the like first So a square <laughs> bottle, you know, the metal ring around it, like the basil, you know, whatever. That, the Green River shaped like a horseshoe. Yes. Whatever. Yeah. 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 And, but, and Green River delivers. Uh, yeah, we, we, a lot we were of, very uh, uh, yeah, good, yeah. good deal. But it's more of a thirty dollars. But yeah. again, it, don't let anybody talk you out of a fifteen dollars bottle of Evan Williams. Right, it's good stuff too. Sure, right. Absolutely, but twelve dollars old granddad or old granddad or very old Bart are fine. Fine, right? Bourbons, you know that Heaven Hill bottled and bond that's uh, right. that, that I picked up for twelve bucks. That's a fine bourbon. That's right. You know, so, I mean, I is mean, it as good as a double oaked or, you know, the the, the wild turkey or the the old? No, but it's still but, good. But bourbon. you can spend money and be disappointed. Yes, yes, um, and then and not spend money and get something really good. Yeah, I think the one that really opened our eyes to that was that first twenty dollar bottle of Four Roses yeah. uh, that we got uh, when we matter of fact, it's when we were recording at um, Minard is where yeah. we did because that's where we got larceny. And something else for the first time. I forget what that was. But I know Larceny and Four Roses, we tried there the first time. Because mm-hmm. uh, I remember we were at the Kroger uh, in Corridan. <laughs> and we picked yeah. them up. Uh, so, you know, and, you know, you don't have to go to a liquor store to find a good bottle. Or yeah. even a surprisingly, yeah. uh, you know. Yeah. And again, you know, we can't say enough about Wild Turkey. 
Oh yeah. Uh, Francis uh, introduces to that one. Yeah, that's. I mean, the, we'd all heard of that one, obviously. Sure, that's a we common knew name. About it. Uh, and it, it's, it's, it's an old brand. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, that was the 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 wild turkey. Regular straight brand, just straight back. Yeah, there's not also the 101. The 101, which I have a, an open bottle at my house for next month. Oh, excellent! Uh, well, for that, I can't wait. Isn't, isn't Wild that, Turkey and Wild Turkey 101 are two different? Right, no, no, no. I know that, but I thought one, the 101 was the one I had at uh, at my place last month. I didn't think so, but maybe so. Maybe so. I mean, it's a great bourbon too. My, so. I didn't realize. I don't remember you having Wild Turkey. Yeah, because it's it's got it goes by two different things. There's the signature, yeah, but that's what it is. It's wild turkey like one on one with the signature on it yeah. of the founder or the, the the current head, which is like Master, grandson of the founder. Master Distiller. Distiller. Yeah, Master Distiller. Uh, but yeah, if you go and check it, there's probably a signature on it, and it's probably the same bourbon. Oh, so, perhaps so. That's yeah, so it's called signature by a lot of people, but it really it doesn't say signature anywhere on the bottle. Right. That's one of the other things you got to watch out. You you might go looking for something, can't find it. And, well, actually, it's called something else by the by the uh, distiller, yeah. but everybody else calls it this. Uh, you know. Yeah. So there were a couple others that Francis had though too that I want to bring up yes. that we loved. Uh, it was really good stuff. And again, these are they're craft, but of a, a, a brand that's been out there forever. It's the Old Forester. Correct. Oh, yes. it was Old Forester signature. That's, that's what it was. That's what you had. That's right. Yes. I remember that now because yes. I have two of them at home. Uh, the 1897 and the 1910. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm old. I'm getting old. You know, my brain can't keep this stuff straight. Oh, anymore. that's right. Yes, because you had another one of the old foresters. Yes. Not the wild turkey. That's yes. what it was. That's right. Okay, yes. so we have not tried wild turkey 101, but we Correct. will next time we're yes, uh, recording in France. Right, but we love the the, the race wild, wild turkey. turkey. Yes, we had exactly. we raved over that. In yes. fact, I, I had to I had to replenish that bottle because it seems my 21 year old son likes it too. Yeah, you know, you need to get a lock, yeah, like a real lock, something like that, or yeah. getting a job at a liquor store like Bjorn. Yeah, let him start bringing it home for Dad. That would be nice. Yeah, yes. yeah, that's great. But I still have the 1897 and the 1910 Prohibition style. That bad boy's 110 proof, though. It knocked my sinuses for a loop when we had it. But it, it was, was the I, did, I thought I had the one beat. that had the most flavor. Yeah, yeah, it did. It did, and I, and I should I have had it over ice. It. I did Prohibition. And there are two others of those line extensions with the years, yeah. which I don't have yet. But uh, so you had the the nineteen ten and the eighteen ninety seven. Okay, no nineteen twenty. Excuse me, nineteen twenty. Yes, I can say eighteen ninety seven. I know there is one because I saw that when I was looking for yeah. the signature. Right, and it's uh, the nineteen twenties prohibition because you know that's prohibition. Right, so uh, it, it's definitely uh, it's meant to be. Yeah, we, we thought the eighteen nineteen eighteen ninety seven had nice big flavor. Good, yeah. but not as complex as the prohibition style. That's right. But prohibition style, it's just it's it kicks you in the head. It's just got because it's the other one is like ninety proof, or and this one here is one hundred and ten proof. Yeah, and nineties, you know, a little bit higher than normal, That's but right. not by much. Right. Yeah. It, it, it was. It, it was just you could tell the difference between that and one hundred and ten. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we oh, were, yeah. Because we were like kind of going back and forth between the two of them. The old granddad 114. You can tell the difference between that and an 80 proof bottle of anything. Absolutely. Yeah. That's correct. Yeah. And it was, yeah. uh, but I, I really, that prohibition style, I really thought it had this huge complexity of flavor with all these great notes in it. Mm-hmm. Very much tremendous. so. Yeah, it was one of the very, very best that we've had uh, out there. And, I'm and actually, it's not. I mean, it's not a twenty dollar bottle. It's thirty dollar. Yeah, but $30. it's not like a seventy dollar oh, bottle. That's great reason, right? I mean, you know, Angel's Envy is one of those ones that I really like, but it's often a seventy dollar bottle of bourbon. 
I, as much as I like it, I'm not. I'm not going to buy it, one. Uh, yeah. It, it's no, not, uh, it's I mean, that, if you catch it on sale for a treat, maybe. And, I, and I'll tell you all this. I well, you need to buy it every once in a while because Mrs. Francis likes it. that. She does. That's correct. And the, there's been there's been this. And we shall spare you, no expense to keep Mrs. Francis happy. Right, because there's like three teaspoons in the bottle that's still at our house because no one has the courage to touch it to drink the last <laughs> bit of it. The last Until bit. she finishes it, that's going to stay there. Mm, uh, yes. Although I think she's had some folks over while we've been gone. So that may have gone its own way. I actually had to bring down some of my stash for her. Which, you know, that's... That, that's I, I'm but being, here's, being here's the, the, yeah. the, the plus side of that is Mrs. Francis has excellent taste. She does. That is correct. Yes. She, very yes. much so. Well, and uh, what kind of stunned me is I bought a bottle, and you guys remember this, of the old Bargetown Bottle and Bond. We never did crack it. Well, I went up just literally this morning to take to see what was up there, and uh, about five-sixths uh, five of it is gone. Oh, really? Oh, really. It seems like my dear son has decided he likes old Bargetown because he... Or maybe it was just handy. Maybe. Well, I mean, I've got them all up there, and they're on the second floor in my office, which is just across the hall from his his bedroom. And down the just hall down the hall from, his, from Ellis? Yeah, just right <laughs> down the hall from his game room. So when he has his buddies over, I guess they're drinking my bourbon. Uh, but fortunately, he had because that's where the, the wild turkey's almost gone, the old Bargetown is almost gone. And I'm then, telling you, Francis, you are... Far more lenient than I would be. Yeah, well, I'm asking. I would. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Oh, hey, invite all your friends over and let them drink all of my bourbon. Uh, so. No. Well, yeah. fortunately, they have not touched my two old foresters, which that would have gotten me in fighting mad because those, you know, those. You are may have kids. to start putting your your good stuff. I mean, I don't want to do in, that. in your closet or something. You know, maybe. I mean, well, I, I will if I get some. If I get my wish, and I'm going to do this before the end of the year, I promise you guys will be there when I crack it. But. I was out at uh, a liquor store not long ago, and it was the big ones. It's where Bjorn works, actually. And one of the things that caught my eye was a, a bottle of uh, bourbon whiskey called Waddy Boone and Sons. Oh. $109 a bottle, folks. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> well, Waddy Boone is my great-great-great-great-grandfather on my mother's side. And his sons, that's where he's the ancestor who came down from Maryland. And all the boons here locally are descend from him. So that's my family, too. Like Basil Hayden is on my father's side. Waddy Boone is on my mother's side. It is so cool that one of us has not just one, but two family bourbons. That's yes. right. Uh, well, Connected I mean, in. So that's going to be on the list at some point. I'm going to I'm going to pay that 109 just at least once. Once. Yeah. And you guys get to crack that with me. So we'll have... Uh, Make that a special one at some point. I don't know. Hide that from yes. That one gets hidden. That's correct. Nobody yes. gets to touch that stuff yeah, there. I'll yes. lock that one up. No, I'm, I'm not like, the prince and and not her majesty. Not, not the her majesty. No, no. I've had to be a little bit forgiving with Bjorn. He has a guest all the way from Iceland. Yes, uh, Thor. We'll Thor. call him Thor. Yes. Uh, is visiting us from Iceland for two weeks. So if you can imagine a young man has anywhere in the world he wants to go, he's coming to America for the first time. And he's not going to see the Grand Canyon or the Empire State Building. He's going to come hang out with Bjorn in Louisville. In, Bur- <laughs> in Bourbon Country. In Bur- so, it, you know, I was like, yeah, okay. Well, yeah, you got to have Yeah, because he's of age, right? <laughs> Almost. Almost. Okay, Almost. Almost. Okay, close enough. Almost. Uh, well, you know. He, well, technically, doesn't the law just say that he can't buy it? Uh, well, there are some strictures about uh, serving, of course. But not, in your, not in your home, though. 
not in your home. Yes, yeah. I mean, yeah, but so, I mean, obviously, he's not driving. So right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, home, but yeah, it's mostly public where you get in trouble. Right, yeah. with with letting minors have alcohol. Yes, yeah. But I mean, certainly, uh, you know, that has always been a rule here. Uh, you know, if you invite people to our home. We are generally not serving them, especially if they are minors. Yes. So yes. That, that is, you know, that's the anti-80s, I guess, because, <laughs> you know, that was always the 80s. They would have a party and the kids are sneaking in the booze. Uh, right. But it's definitely not permitted uh, in Martin's house. Yeah. Well, you know, none of us have kids that generally throw, you know, big bashes anyway. That's right. So yeah, it's, it's never been yeah. an issue for us, even though apparently he has... Uh, slid into some of that. Yes. Uh, well, you know, I, I'm pretty sure that my my eldest spawn uh, has uh, partaken of my bourbon when she was younger, uh, well before she should have. Because yes. I had one bottle, and I want to say it was double oak because you had given it to me, Francis. Yeah, uh, in a, a plain bottle because that's how you used to hide it from your, uh, as you put it, your lush brothers-in-law. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because I didn't want to give him the good stuff. Right, right. So this is way back in the day, and because this is when we were living at the old house. Yeah. And uh, there was a mark on the bottle. I don't remember making the marks. I don't know if I did it or if Mrs. Robert did it or even if you had done it before you gave me the bottle. I did not. So no. So one day I just happened to because it sat on top of the refrigerator. One day I happened to go by just by and just happened to look up at it, and it was considerably below that mark. Oops. <laughs> yeah, and which shows two faults: one, not just plain erasing the mark and redoing it, and two, don't take care of that. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, and two, not turning the bottle around so that you couldn't see the mark to begin with, because I never would have noticed it. Yeah, you know, until after I poured another uh, snort of it. So and you then know, you would have marked, you know, not you know, not nah, when it finally you it. just did it. That's yeah, right. exactly. Uh, so yeah, I'm pretty sure because my eldest spawn, she and I will have a bourbon together. Uh, she's although now she's got a new job, uh, making pretty good coin. Both of my eldest and my middle spawns, they have new jobs. Uh, well, they should be able to buy you some bourbon. Yes. Well, you know they did a couple of years ago. That's right. I had those three so small bottles. Middle That's spawn right. has left the job. Well, she's at a, still at the same uh, law firm, but she's been promoted. Ah. Yes. So she's making really good coin. I want to say she's making about what her mom is making. How about that? And she's only 25. And so she's doing real well. Uh, so also in addition to that, you know, I did mention earlier episodes, uh, Mrs. Robert and I are now grand paw rents, as uh, Middle Spawn says. Uh, she has uh, adopted a little dog from uh, one of the, the so rescue places. Middle Spawn owns a dog. Yes. Uh, yes, Mark just hates that. He just, That's right. Yes. Uh, so uh, Bosco is now an uncle. Uh, has has a, has a nephew. Oh, the pain, the pain. And uh, I saw it today. Cute little dog. He's adorable. He well, really yeah, is. Sure. Yeah. Very friendly. Uh, turns out I said earlier he was very quiet. Well, apparently uh, Middle Spawn went to get lunch, and when she came back, uh, the dog was whining and yapping at the door. So, well, one to see mommy. Exactly. Well, so, yeah, I mean, it's a little separation and anxiety, well, which sure. is to be expected. Brand uh, spanking new in a new environment. Yes. Yeah, it's going to take a little time. Because, yeah, that dog has been her shadow. Uh, yeah. She FaceTimed with me yesterday a couple of times, and that dog was right next to her the entire time. Yeah. He's uh, a good boy. He is. He's very sweet. He's very cute. Uh, very soft fur. 
Part so, beagle, part basset, we think. Yes, yes. Kind of got this crazy long body and short legs. Yeah, at but, first I thought it was a doxy, but, but it's, not, it's not really a doxy. Yeah, not doxy, though. Uh, if there is, it's well hidden. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, because it's, it's, you really get that basset. Yeah, the head's very yeah. much beagle That's basset. That's beagle, yeah. yeah. It's like Bosco. Uh, it, matter of fact, the first when I saw the picture of the, the dog uh, online, I Bosco? Where'd she get this? Oh, no, that's not Bosco. The markings are all wrong. But the head was so similar. Right on. Right on. Yeah. That good hound dog head. Yep, yep. So uh, when they meet, that should be interesting. Because, uh, you know, Bosco's not a real big fan of other dogs. Not that they fight. He just he, he just doesn't like energetic animals. Hmm. He's like, you're bothering me. i got to go take a nap. Exactly. Exactly. So... Anyways, back to bourbon. Back to bourbon. So we took a dog break in the middle. Yeah, we of took a dog episode. break in the middle of the bourbon because you know, two thirds of snakes and otters are dog people. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as we both turn our head and look at Francis. That's right. Yes, two thirds are. Yes, yes. Yes. Now, Mrs. Francis has an awesome dog, little yes, yes. Olivar. Yes, he does. Yes, yes. Little of course, Olivar. Uh, Wilson and um, Penny. Penny is uh, Martin's. Are Martin's dogs. And of course, now you know we've talked about Anara because uh, Anara has appeared on the, uh, uh, the show before. That's correct. But she sadly passed. She did last year. Yes, we last toasted year. Anara. She was uh, a good girl. She was. She was. She was well, awesome. She, she did not. She never barked. I mean, um, she never barked. Just, yeah. just not I mean, I was fine with having her in the room when we recorded, but uh, Francis was never really fond of that. Well, no, it's just because uh, just, just wasn't. That's right. Yeah. Well, you know, you know, Martin and I, we can sit and love on a dog and and and, and podcast at the same time. But you know, whatever. Uh, you know, house rules. You know, if if the house yeah. says the dogs go, the, the dogs go. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. yeah. Now Wilson's so energetic; he would bark and he would yes. interrupt us. And we would, but he's he would, still got a lot of puppy energy. Yeah, so. he still wants to jump on you and hug you and kiss you. And he's still very vocal. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the great thing with him is, I just love it when I sit down on the couch upstairs, and he sits across my lap. He's yes. too big to be really be a lap dog, but he's still. Thinks he is. Yeah, Bosco has that same thing. So he sits across <clears throat> my lap, and he's great to just grab hold and give a big squeeze to. Yeah, Bosco does a similar thing, only he won't do it when you're on the couch. Uh, he does it when you're on the floor. So if you sit on the floor, he will come over, turn around, and plop his butt in your lap. <laughs> and then turn around and look at you like, uh, when do you start rubbing my belly? Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he's a very needy animal, but, uh, you know... Wilson makes me laugh when he he'll, he'll hop on a couch or a chair mm-hmm. and get on the arm of it. Yes, Bosco and, did that when he was little. And crosses uh-huh. crosses uh, legs, and it looks like he's like, "What's up?" Yeah, yeah. I, I've got a picture of Bosco and a similar thing on the old uh, green couch we had at uh, uh, the old house on Triangle. Yeah. But yeah, they, they always, it cracks me up how they will lay and, and sleep. And just cross yeah. those cross. Front legs and, and just we're putting like Francis to sleep. You are putting me sleep over here. That's all right. Uh, that's all right. right. You, know, so, you have to put up with it. He puts up with you know stuff that you and I talk about. I, I put know. up with stuff that you two talk about. So it's just a thing. It's just you know what we do. We it's we make thing. allowances for our friends. You know, parish politics, dogs, bourbon, whatever. We exactly. Can, we can just we'll dive into everything. We will. Usually but in the same episode. I want Francis uh, to expound on a, another particular bourbon that you had bought. Again, another one that is at a remarkably low price point uh, that gets universally good reviews is that Henry McKenna. It is. That's one that, uh, yes. 
uh, Indiana has drank about half of that too. That <laughs> uh, was gotten a lot lower than. Does that boy have a problem? I hope not. No. Uh, no. Because I mean, it sounds like he drinks a lot. Well, I know he has a lot of friends over at times. And to be fair, I don't think I've looked at him since the last time we were all over. And that's three months ago almost. Uh, so uh, Henry McKenna is very reasonably priced. I mean, it's it's twenty five dollars. I think twenty nine. I thought it was less than that. I think so. Yeah, no, that's 19. Yeah. Uh, and it is an excellent bourbon. It really is. It's uh, especially... I remember we tried that, but I don't remember my response to that. Yeah, we used it last time at, we were at uh, at Studio F, and it was uh, uh, towards the end of the day, if mm-hmm. I recall correctly. So that's why yeah. you drank it earlier. We drank yeah. it later. And, wait, by that we, time, we, we, and we'd we, already had the old Forester, which... I thought overwhelmed McKenna, but you had McKenna first, so you had a better experience yeah. of it. And that was it was super good. It, it was, it was. Uh, Again, not as not as complex, but a, a good mellow flavor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's hard to beat that old Forester, and it's hard to beat yeah. the wild turkey. When we did the wild turkey, the old Forester, and the Elijah Craig, the thing that I thought was similar about all three was not so much necessarily the the particular flavors, but so much as the way they interacted in my mouth. Uh, there was, uh, especially you know, after we let the, the ice melt a bit and let those flavors bloom, as Martin puts it, it's a great word, bloom. Mm-hmm. Um, it was almost like an explosion of flavor for each one of them. Yes. And, you know, because it was unexpected. But, I mean, it starts out, you take a drink, it's, it's chilled liquid in your mouth, and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, you've got all this flavor all over your mouth. And I want to say all three of those are, are mouth bourbons. So that's one of the things so. we've really discovered, too, is where the bourbon flavor hits you is mm-hmm. different uh, depending on the bourbon. Mm-hmm. Very much so, yeah. yeah. And I'm not a fan of the esophageal ver- uh, bourbons. I don't like Too that. much like heartburn? Yeah, too much like heartburn. I don't yeah. like that as much. But uh, the ones that are mouth and chin and sinuses a little bit, uh, those are the ones I kind of yeah. prefer. Now, I'm not big for the sinuses. As long as it's not too harsh in the diaphragm and all... It's just warm. Right. That's good I like stuff. the warm. Yeah. Angel's Envy is a good example of, of the best way to do the esophagus and stomach. That's correct, yeah. Because uh, it's, it's one of those, it blooms late, and that's where it blooms, as opposed yeah. to in the mouth. I mean, you still get a flavor in the mouth, yeah. but it that, that explosion yeah, I mean, of flavor, that, that burn, that's that where bite. your taste buds are. <laughs> right, right. Well, some things can be very bland in yeah, certain places, but, yeah. but the effect of that warmth, which they all have to a degree... Uh, is just happens in different places yeah. too, and the flavor. And that's what I think one of the, the things that, in addition to the ice mm-hmm. uh, aspect, is that I find most fascinating about our experimentation over the last what three years now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 three years. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you, you think well, about more than three years because we're in episode one seventy five. That's three and a half years worth of yeah, episodes. That's right. And when you think about how long we have been sampling. You know, and we've stuck with just certain ones for so many years. Yeah. Since, uh, you know, 1989 or whatever it is. Um, to, to try all these new ones in this compacted time. Yes. It's uh, a great way to compare. Really super. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's... You know, really I, I, I love the ones that are, are the, the tongue. That are yeah. primarily on the oh, tongue. Yeah. I think that's yeah. my favorite... Yes. Uh, which where we have been, we have been uh, have a good run of. That's where we've been hitting yeah. mostly lately. Yeah, um, yeah. Some are back of the mouth. Some are front. And as like is like you were both saying. Sometimes you get into the sinuses, uh, which depending on the bourbon can be good. Um, yeah, 
You know, it's not always good. It just depends. Cause it's harsh. No, it's not. Yeah. But uh, most of them are you know, Your sciences are very, very uh, uh, sensitive. Sensitive, yeah. So when that, when that those compounds hit up in those, that can be like... Ugh. Yeah, because, you know, bourbon, like any whiskey, is going to be... You know, we call it a bite or burn, but, you know, sharp is maybe a better word. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and, you know, where that hits will be different. Uh, but, yeah, but obviously... The mouth is going to be where most of it is, but sometimes it's just its tongue. Sometimes it's back of the mouth mm-hmm. and the throat. That's fascinating to me. So there's one other aspect of this too, especially in these last two years that we've been trying these, mm-hmm. and that's that Robert and I have been trying to reduce our sugar intake. Yes, and trying to reduce our sweetness uh, of drinks, especially. Uh, drinks, especially. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I think that has attributed uh, some of these new experiences. Yes, for I, us. I am. I think I might have taken longer to get there than you did because, uh, well, one, I still have sweet drinks. Uh, it's been less over time, but you know, I, I still drink. Co- I drink coffee instead of soft drinks. But I gave it soft soft drinks. September 13th, I think, was the date. Right around there. So you're almost at a year. I'm almost at a year. As we sit here, by the time this episode comes out, you'll be at a year. Exactly. And now, technically, yes, I've had some soft drinks, but I don't count these as soft drinks uh, in the same way. Uh, They're not Cokes, you know, the Mm -hmm. the dark. uh, So I've had Verner's. Uh, Verner's is a ginger ale. It is Mm -hmm. uh, from Michigan. Uh, if you're sick in Michigan, that's what you buy. Yeah. yeah. Knocks the illness out like that. I mean, there, there was a meme going around about uh, what's in Michiganders or Michiganians, depending on your, your point of view, I like Michigander, uh, in their medicine cabinet. And it was uh, Verner's. And I forget something else, but the Verner's was the main yeah. thing. Yeah. And because, you know, it's, it's a... Yeah, str- I mean, down here is mostly Canada Dry. Right. But Canada Dry to me is weaker. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Verner's is a much stronger flavor. Yes. yes. So Verner's. it is a carbonated beverage, but to me, it's not the same thing as a Coke. Now, I did also when we were in Michigan uh, uh, back in April, I had uh, a uh, a diet Fago cream soda because again, that's something else you can't get down here. It's a clear soft mm-hmm. drink. Uh, so again, not the same kind of thing. Uh, so I kind of don't count those because one offs and and not not going out and getting yeah, a big yeah I, I'm Coke. Not, yeah, I'm not totally uh, off soft drinks. I will have one every once in a while. Right. And I... I, I went cold do, turkey on them. Yeah, I do the real things. I don't usually do the diets at all. And that's the other thing. I, I was on diets. Uh, um, well, you know, Coke Zero I, is very much like a regular Coke. It's, okay. So... But, you, I, you know, every once in a while, I'll have a root beer. I like yeah. those. I'll have um, a ginger ale. I keep ginger ale. Sometimes mix. You know, get an inexpensive bourbon and make a, a bourbon and ginger... Um, but generally, I've, I've tried to cut out sweet soft drinks, especially because they're. I I just feel like they're so overwhelmingly sweet. Yeah, and you know, I did some research on that, don't. and there's there's something to that that the the sweetness uh, changes the ability of your taste buds to taste other things, and uh, because you know, like I said, I still have coffee and I have uh, uh, caramel oat creamer. Yeah, uh, in mine. And it's a fair amount, but I have like a 24-ounce cup here that I use for my coffee in the morning, and it's the only caffeine I have all day. So, you know, it's probably 20, 22 ounces yeah. of coffee, 
and then ice and creamer right now because it's summer. I'm not doing a hot coffee in the morning for the most part. Yeah. Um, and that's my caffeine. Yeah. So you know, I did that so I wouldn't have caffeine headaches. Uh, but I drink water most of the rest of the time. Occasionally, I'll drink some crystal light tea, which also has caffeine. Uh, but you know, it's sweet, but not as sweet as soft drinks. Yeah, yeah. And you know, I mean, other than you know, like an ice cream or something, uh, you know, I don't really do a whole lot of other sweets. Uh, and I, I lately I have been noticing more flavors than I used to. Uh, so, and we bring this up primarily to put Francis in a corner. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody puts Francis in a corner. Yes. But us. But us, <laughs> yes. Um, well, you know, and, you know, he has admitted that he would, wouldn't mind uh, being able to, to quit and do that, but it's hard to quit. It is. Oh, I, I mean, the, the soft drink manufacturers know what they've got. Yes. I mean, clearly they have a product that the vast majority of the world, not just yes, the U.S. populace, yeah. but the world loves and is nearly addicted to. Well, Mrs. Robert, I call her, I, I mean, I joke with her, but I think it's, it's, she is. She she has tried many times to cut back and to give up. And once those headaches kick in, which I'm not saying they're psychosomatic, you know, that it's, that she's, yes. but, because they are very, caffeine headaches are a very real thing. Oh, that's a, yeah. 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 I mean, Sometimes yeah. I think they kick in for her far sooner than I think they, that, yeah, than I they mean, do for me, than they have for me in the past. Yeah, caffeine withdrawal is a real thing. Yeah. And, and um, so I, I, I mean, I still drink my black coffee, and I still love my unsweet tea, and get my caffeine. Right, you like your coffee like you like your soul, black and bitter. Black and bitter. Yes. So, uh, but yeah, uh, and Bjorn uh, has started. He really likes dark roast coffee, so it's going to be kind yeah. of that strong, really, really strong flavor to it. Uh, so we're starting to get that and and do that in the Keurig. So, but Francis. What about you, man? Can you can you can you cut back on the soft drinks? I guess the really question is, does he want to? There's there is that is exactly the question. I will say this: I have attempted. There is some wisdom. Maybe it is psychosomatic. Maybe it is old wives' tale. Maybe it's nothing to it. But the darker the soft drink, the better, the worse it is for you. Yes, I think that is true. Yes. All right. Yeah. So my intention is, and I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with it. You should be. Uh, the product AL81. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah the cherry AL81. I really like. So that sounds like that would be really sweet. Well, they have a sugar-free version of it, which I, I might go to. See, and that's the question. The research is a little unclear as to whether it's the sweetness or the sugar. Well, that's that's correct. Yeah, I'm not sure that'll get you anywhere. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah, because I was doing diet for you years. Can see, and I still didn't the bottle though. Yeah. yeah, that to me. I don't know that it, that that's that tends to be a caffeine thing, because generally the clear stuff doesn't have caffeine. Well, that's kind of where I'm thinking so because I've been drinking that for the past few days. I love it. It's much better and smaller. It's only 12, 12 ounces yeah. versus twenty, so I'm drinking less of it. And I got a headache right is. now. I think because I haven't had a coffee. Well, I mean, I have any caffeine. Yeah. yeah, I haven't had caffeine for several days. So I'm thinking, yeah, maybe this is the thing. So if you can get past the first week or two of the headaches, yeah. you're done. Uh, or you know, if you start drinking coffee yeah. every day, that'll take care of the headaches. I, I coffee is much easier to wean off than soft drinks. Well, I'll have a, I'll have coffee on the weekends in the morning. I mean, if you do it every day, though, it'll yeah, take care of your headaches. Yeah, yeah I won't. Uh, I don't usually do that. But and that's what I, you know, I've gotten used to that because I used to go when I was working in the office, especially. I would go. Stop at Thornton's or later Circle K because they've got this drink club. For yeah. six bucks, you can get 
any size drink once a day all month. It's a huge savings. Huge. Because you know, you're talking a buck fifty a pop times oh, thirty. As opposed to six bucks. Mm-hmm. So the first week you've paid for yourself. Anyways, um, you know, so I and I'd get the largest one I could with very little ice. And I would do that in the morning on the way into work and often on the way home. So that's a lot. I mean, that's like almost I like... Mean, I think now, if I had that much soft drink, I would I would be throwing up. Well, you know, I've thought, and again, I, these are these are Coke Zeros generally. Occasionally, yeah. Diet Coke if they were out of Coke Zeros. Um, I've thought about, you know, the, the occasionally the carbonation I miss. Because mm-hmm. yeah. in my earlier attempts to give up soft drinks, the carbonation was often what I missed. Yeah. Uh, but that's not been an issue this last year. Yeah, we have the uh, Alien has a much lighter carbonation. Yeah, very light. uh, and very small. Now I have tried initially. I tried the sparkling ice drinks. Yeah, uh, which is like a lemonade. And, and or I'm whatever. doing that too. I'm doing the sparkling um, water. I got to the point where I couldn't water. drink those or a lemonade because it was giving me heartburn. You know, and, yeah. and so I was like, well, I guess I'm back to, to either Crystal Light or water. Uh, and every once in a while, I'll have a second coffee, but that's very rare, mainly yeah. because. You know, yeah. my my cold brew kit only I do about a, it gets me about a gallon that lasts me exactly one week. So I have a second coffee. Uh, I'm a day off on my schedule. So there you, you know. know, but I you know it's the the softer the typical soft drink is a double whammy. Yes, it is. It is the addictive sugar and the addictive caffeine. Yep. Um, but and I, it's not good for you in any way. No, it's it's not and. Again, the, the whole point of this discussion, when you talk about it in, in reference to bourbon, is, yeah, we're we're goofing up our taste buds with this stuff. Yes, and and that sweetness becomes so overpowering that we don't get flavors we should be getting yeah. that the distillers want us to get out of these bourbons. Right, and it's just you're just you know pissing the money away. Exactly. So, and I have noticed. Over the last few months, that I am I am picking up on flavors that I didn't used to pick up on. Yeah, I mean uh, everything tastes better to me. The farther away I get from always having soft drinks, everything tastes better. Mm-hmm. Everything does. Mm-hmm. So, and for the essentialists and empiricists yes. that uh, Martin is, that's a good thing. Very yes. much so. Yes. 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 So David Hume is inspiring. Uh, more consumption of bourbon and well, just more consumption of, of, of cheeseburgers and bourbon and all kinds of things. So yes, so yeah, but so um, so I, I don't know if we can really call it a bourbon break in the middle of our episode about bourbon, but let's talk about what we're drinking today. Okay, so I poured just one little snort of uh, something new here uh, that I don't think we've talked about. Uh, it's Evan Williams Green Label, Evan Williams One Hundred One. Oh. Okay. So, um, good stuff. I saw that. It's a bottled and bond one. Yes, it's a bottled so, and bond one. Generally, oddly enough, even though it, it, it has quality standards that it has to meet, those generally tend to be lower priced. Yeah. So, how much was that one? Uh, I think uh, Evan Williams Green Label is like 18 a bottle. Okay. Whereas, you can usually get regular Evan Williams at 15 Oh, so actually a little higher. A little higher. Uh, than the regular Evan yeah. Williams. But, yeah. uh, like that Heaven Hill that I talked about earlier, that was yeah. 12 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which um, is kind of surprising. I mean, but. most likely, while it's not, there's nothing wrong with it. I probably wouldn't get it again because I just I prefer regular Evan Williams to it. Sure, um, and not just because it's cheaper, but I just I I think again at that price point, 
It's super hard to beat for that flavor. It's that really reminds good. me. Um, you, uh, Francis, you left your bottle of double oaked at my house. I was I wondering what that. happened to that. I yes. have not finished it off. Oh, okay. So uh, yeah. I need to get that to you. Uh, if nothing else, I'll bring it with me yeah, to your place next time. time. That's right. Yeah. Because yes. uh, when we recorded at my place last time, Francis uh, was very generous and brought his Woodford double oaked. Right. Uh, yeah, that's well. Because you know, I hadn't had it in my place in a while. Well, because it, it was already cracked, it might not exist if I didn't leave it at your house. That's <laughs> true. You have kept it safe for me. I have. That's I right. have safeguarded your double oaked. That's right. And yes. now that the boy is back in class, uh, it's safe for a while. It might be, yes. So yes. when you bring it so. back again, we'll be great. Yes. So what did you off. have a little story So uh, I, I poured the Green River again, and this time I actually paid attention to what I was drinking, because uh, last episode I had this, but I drank most of it while we were talking writing in the, in the pre-show time, and I didn't really pay that much attention to what I was drinking, because I was so into the talk about writing. Now, to me, that proves to me I am truly a writer. Mm-hmm. That I was more interested in writing than the bourbon. Yeah. Oh, that's a, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's a revelation. Well, that's probably our next hoop at you is writing. Yes, yeah, yes. We, we talked about, about that because yeah. uh, I, I was as I was sitting here listening to us talk about. It, I thought, oh man, this is this is good stuff. We should be doing this. For a hoop at you. That's right, and, and yeah, not just we, once. We could probably get several out of that. Yeah, I think so because, uh, yeah, I find it fascinating. So I figure if any one of us or, or, or multiple ones of us find something fascinating. Other people will we, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We we do a good job with that. Yes. So the this Green River is pretty good. Um, it's a mouth, but like the earlier ones that I had, uh, it, where it would hit the front. This is a little bit farther back. Uh, yeah. To me. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I do feel that warmth Jawline. down down into yeah. the, into the stomach. So which la- it's not as pronounced as some others that do that. Um, but it's pretty good. Definitely the ice and the water to to bring out the flavor is a good thing. Because uh, I, I did have that first taste for the baseline, it was okay. It's good, mm-hmm. but so much better. The, the, so much more flavor. So so fuller. So Francis, what did you uh, just polish off? There? Uh, back with uh, CCR again uh, down on the Green River, uh, down Muhlenberg County, as they say. Uh, and John Prime would say that anyway. But uh, uh, even though this was made in Owensboro, which is kind of like up the Green River as opposed to yeah. down it, but that's okay. Cool. Uh, I, I found it to be. Uh, an excellent, an excellent, smooth, smooth ride. Yeah, it's it not very as smooth. good. It's not as good as Wild Turkey. Uh, that's that's become one of my big standards right, these days. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's still very good. Very um, good. There's a, a hint of sweetness to it. Yeah. Because yeah. you took a chance with that. You didn't know what you were getting. Yes. Again, the Green River has just been reintroduced. Yeah. It's yes. one of these, uh, you know, an established distillery, going back in the past, finding a brand. That was discontinued, didn't exist anymore, and now, it doesn't necessarily mean that the brand is the same mash formula either. Right, exactly. So some of those so, things are possibly lost to history. Yeah, yes. yeah, quite possibly. Yes. Almost probably, many of them are. Right. Yes. Uh, so maybe something like the um, the old tub apparently is not lost to history. When they brought right. that back, that was the original formula. Right. As I understand it, I could be wrong yeah. about that. Yeah. But, uh, but this has been recently reintroduced, and when that was announced, I was able to. Go right out and get a bottle right. as soon as it was announced. That's the and one that has the horseshoe shape. The horseshoe shape, yeah, and yeah. so uh, it sounds as if it was a uh, worthwhile purchase. Because and it was how much? As I recall, it was more in the thirty dollar range. Okay, so I would expect a little higher end on that. Yeah, yeah. Which you know, not terrible though. Right? Yeah. Not oh a, yeah. Yeah. Not, um, not a huge price, but with that bottle, yes, I would expect that to be in in a high because generally that will also push the price up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I also find that this, like the uh, the one fourteen earlier, 
uh, or in prior episodes yeah. of the listener, uh, a little spicy. Not nearly as spicy as that. Yeah. But as the 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 warmth spreads down into the esophagus, that spiciness is still hitting on the back of my tongue. Good deal. Good deal. So it, kind of that same peppery kind of a yeah. thing. Uh, which is interesting. Which in the past, I don't know if I would have picked that up. So not to steal the Captain's Thunder here, Francis. Please go ahead. But uh, I'm the Captain, remember? That's right, he's the oh, captain. you're the Captain that's this right. time. He was going to, but didn't want to, so okay. uh, I'm the Captain this I time. apologize, Robert. That's, that's quite all right. Um, we're hitting towards, you know, end time here. Yeah. So to wrap up, a couple of things. One, stop drinking soft drinks. Yes. Two. It's good for you anyways. Yes, yes. Two... Don't be afraid to buy an inexpensive bourbon. Exactly. Because, again, Wild Turkey, Evan Williams, all these brands, at 20 bu- bucks, go for it. Especially, in my opinion, if you have a brand that has multiple price points that start at the $20 range, you're probably going to do well with that. You know, If you have one where the high end is 20 well, maybe that's not be quite as good as the one that starts at 20 Yes. Yeah. Yes. But still... You know, that Four Roses is a great, great example of that. That is a $20 bottle, the regular bottle. Now, the, the small batch is still only like $26, $27. Yeah. 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 And that's yeah. a really good bottle. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah. And then item number three is ice. Yes. It's it's cool. Yeah. It's okay. If, um, if you like meat, that's awesome. And yeah, if you but can do try that. try ice. Yeah. I think you should always try each bourbon both ways. That's um, fair. You, you try it really first, yeah, and then you add the ice if it's if yeah. it's if you don't, and uh, you know if if you think oh well, that's pretty good as is, I'll do the ice on the second glass. Sometimes just one sip yeah. isn't enough. Yeah. yeah. So, but sometimes it is. Sometimes it's like oh crap, let's get the ice now. <laughs> uh, but you know, and we've only, we've only come across a couple yes. to avoid. Yes. Um, Trader Joe's. Avoid Trader Joe's. Uh, there was one version of Jefferson's we we don't want to do, uh, but generally we found the reserve and the ocean one are are okay. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think those I, are the ones. I haven't tried them, so I can't say. The uh, ocean has a little bit. It's it's an interesting different taste because that uh, aging on the ocean does change the bourbon a bit. Uh, I don't know that I would go to that uh, with all the other stuff that we've. It probably wouldn't be my first choice, or maybe even third or fourth. There's so know. many others we because there's so many tried. others. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the, the, but it's a niche. This branching out that we've done has been very fruitful. Yes, and in, in trying these different ones, and, and again, brand new favorites like Wild Turkey Forest. and the Old Forester, yeah, and the right. Old Forester yeah. nineteen twenty, or the Elijah Craig. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Elijah Craig is one of my old go tos so I, I'm, I'm yeah. glad that you guys like it as well. Yeah, yeah, because I think it was the first time you and I had had it, and we had it at my place last month, right? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Or if yeah. I had had it before then, I don't. I just don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's, you know, some of these bourbons I probably had tried back in the day when I was you know young and stupid, and, and did them, did them as mixing bourbons. Yeah. So you know, Elijah Craig is one that started out at a really reasonable price point, but it's its popularity is kind yeah. of that's kind of true for a lot of the bourbons. Yeah. You know, the price has gone up. Knob Creek, same way. Yeah. Again, oh, yeah, it's another fine bourbon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The Nine right, Year which is... Yeah, rude. which we don't have any of that currently. I think you get the... I've got a little bit at home. Yeah, but that's one that we need to... It, it's one with... It's or maybe we did finish that one. Or was it nice the Maple? complex. The Maple, uh, good question. 
you've got. I think some. I have the maple still. Maybe it's the. No, I think I have enough for one drink of the nine year, and I haven't finished it off yet. I think that's what it is. Well, you should do that so you can go buy more. Yeah, you want. <laughs> I think I can wait because I've got quite a few. Because you know, I've got that um, Jim Beam double oaked. Right. Yeah. Uh, which was an interesting, uh, very mellow one that we tried. So that that was interesting. Uh, not terribly expensive. Uh, you know, the Jim Beam Black, uh, of course, mm-hmm. uh, is another fine one. Because, again, Jim Beam is not one I think of as for a go-to bourbon. Right. But Devil's Cut, the Double Oaked, and the Black, they're doing some good stuff there. Yeah. So, you know, like that. Uh, I wouldn't mess with Makers, mainly because, uh, as bourbons go, it's, it's still good bourbon, obviously. But I don't think it's anything special. Like a lot, It's just great marketing. But the Makers 46 is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, it, all of the makers is off the same mash formula. It's just tweaked and aged differently. Right. But that 46 is pretty good. And i got a couple of others. And can't go wrong with 1792. Always right. a long time Yes, favorite. a small batch. Yes, yes. It's uh, generally what we've gotten. Yeah. Uh, of course, the Woodford Double Oaked or, or regular Woodford. Yeah. And Basil Hayden, too. I mean, that's and Basil Hayden, yes. That's, that's one of my go-tos right yeah, now. That's, that's one of my all-time favorites. If you yeah. ask me more my favorite, it would be that. Yeah. yeah. Another... Really, really good one that I like. Russell Reserve 10-Year. Yes. Yes, we've had that. Uh, my daughter gave me uh, some of that, and we polished that off pretty quickly. Yeah. yeah. Of Larceny. Uh, was Larceny really was good. good. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we got that at, at Myron, as I said earlier. Yeah. Um, oh, uh, the Mictors that, that you Michters, first got. Yeah, so there's That is a really good one. Again, that one's a little bit pricier than we normally go. We generally don't go into the $40 range too much because... I mean, let's face it. You know, we got kids in Catholic schools, and you know, <laughs> in, in college, and it, it, I still it's got both of them in my house. Yes. Well, one is moving out soon. Yes, Ivar will soon be uh, going out on his own. Not far. Not but far. He, but he will be on his own. But he'll be on his own, which is phenomenal. Uh, I applaud that what very much. We all we all work for that. Yes. Yes. yes I have one still at home. Um, Mrs. Roberts used to get school. all misty eyed. At the thought of her baby going off to college, now she's talking about all the wonderful things we could do if we were empty nesters. <laughs> so, and not that she doesn't want—I mean, not that she wants her yes. baby boy to leave the house, but but she does. <laughs> you know, there are times when you know I want to give the boy and the mother-in-law twenty dollars to go see a movie. I don't care what you just go somewhere and spend that twenty dollars and be gone for a few hours. Yeah, just leave the two of us here alone. Yeah, and call before you come back. <laughs> if the house be rocking, don't, don't come, come knocking. knocking. That's right. Yes. Um, I, I recently told uh, Bjorn the same thing. Well, get you out of here. I'm declaring every day is no pants day. That's right. So you better call before you come over. Because nothing worse than accidentally coming across your mom and dad wearing no pants. So uh, I'll, I'll let you take over, sir. So, I, I'm usurping. Yeah, that's quite all right. You know, it's a hoopajoo. We, you know, it's a hoopajoo. We can go hoop-a-joo. anywhere. Um, a good episode. We, we got more out of this than I thought we would because I thought we'd finish it up pretty quickly. But um, it's time to go to dinner. It's time to go to dinner. We are we are hungry. We're hungry. So we're doing the Mediterranean. We decide we're going to do the Mediterranean place. Uh, that's what I'm going to suggest. We'll see what y'all. Think. I'm okay with it. Well, you know we can do the game. You know what the game is, right? No. Uh, we do that with with my former pastor. So we suggest a place. Somebody suggests a place. Yes. And everybody can anybody can veto, but if you veto. You have to suggest the replacement. Oh, I yes. Yes, you can't just... You can't oh, just say no. That. Yeah. yeah, you have to suggest a replacement. So I used to game that game. So whenever uh, our, our senior deacon was there, because he he's older, and he, he didn't always make it to all of the, the deacon nights. 
And whenever he was there, I would always suggest Chinese food. There's a really nice Chinese place on Hurstbourne Lane uh, next to the Kroger's. Yeah. Yes. Uh, that's really good. Yes. Szechuan Garden. Yes. And it just recently oh, reopened. Yes. Szechuan Garden. Uh, good for stuff. Dining in, in, yes. uh, in the restaurant dining. Yeah. And uh, he does not like Chinese. So I can get my suggestions out there and force somebody else to come up with something. <laughs> yes. You're, you're forcing the veto. Yes, I'm forcing the, the veto. And he decides not to veto. I win. That's right. So, yeah. And, and you're forcing the decision onto someone else. Exactly. You should be in Congress, sir. I know. That's, I know. that's well, very... Well, you know, I'd like to think my morals are a little better than that. Yeah, I mean, but that's a very Mitch McConnell-style move of uh, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, when you move in church circles, you learn politics, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be a thing. I don't want to talk about anything for 50 minutes. That's right. Church politics, uh, bourbon, whatever. That's right. So, Francis, buddy, what's next? Palate cleanse, guys. Uh, oh, no treaties. A, no treaties. We are done with our treaties, We're aren't we? We're done with our treaties, okay. absolutely. We've kind of finished that miniseries, shall we say? So okay, it's a palate cleanse. sure. It's yeah. going to be a history, of course. Uh, we've done occasional uh, election issues. Yeah. We're going to do another one next time. And Martin, I think you're the one that suggested this. Yes, because, I mean, yeah. we, we do these uh, troubled elections. Yeah. This We've is, hunted this one several times. This is kind of the big daddy of troubled elections. Yeah, this is the original yeah, the, Mac Daddy of them. That's yeah, right. Yeah, 1876. Yeah. Yeah, this is the one, you know, the, the Civil War is I mean, over. Even kinda, Grant is gone. Yeah. Now what do we do? Yeah. And that's what we're going to be talking about yes. next episode. Hope you enjoyed another pointless discussion of eternal questions. Remember, new episodes publish every Friday at noon Eastern. Spread the word. We're on all the major podcast platforms. And leave us a comment or review because that helps others find us. We're on Instagram, Twitter, as well as our website, snakesandotters.com. I'm Martin. And I'm Robert. And I'm Francis. Join us next week. Same snake time, same otter channel.